This is Up in the Mix. Están escuchando Up in the Mix. Up in the, mix. Up in the mix. This is Tony Medellin from Lasting Dose Tattoo. You are Up in the Mix with <laughs> Poppy with the Dad Body, the Nar Mr. R, and Kendall Derek Palmer, only on a full moon. <laughs> Welcome to Up in the Mix, people. This is another hot and fresh episode coming to you live from the Honeycomb Hideout. Always from the Honeycomb Hideout. Exactly. And it is Saturday, February 24th. We're here this evening chilly, in the depths chilly. of winter. Ooh, Feels like stay today. warm. Yeah. Cold today. Definitely Timbo season again. Like, exactly. Timbo's came out earlier and they're coming and out again. A little again. break from mm-hmm. spring, but the winter came back with a vengeance. All right, Sean, introduce yourself, my friend. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar, Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Other Black Dude that you thought I was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club, how, how the, the fuck, fuck did, did he get, get here? <laughs> El hombre de la gente in the habitual line crosser. What up? This is Kevin, a.k.a. Statman, the professor, Kendall Derek Palmer, only during a full moon, that handsome glass of water, and that token white guy. Token white guy, getting us in places. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I'm good for. Well, how was that? How was your guys' this week? Anything cool pop off? Anything happen? Short week, which is good. Right. Always good. Uh, went by relatively fast, I guess. Yeah. Uh, went snowboarding today. That was like the highlight of my week. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's cold and windy, but mm-hmm. it was a nice day up at Heavenly. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I'm going to go to San Francisco tomorrow for the day. Nice. Damn. Just, just headphones and getting lost in the city and a bunch of coffee. Solo <laughs> trip? Yeah. Sometimes you need a personal day. Right, let's go take some pictures out there. Yeah. Nice. And there's also the the homie Jeff Barnett's playing out there for a fundraiser. And uh, go go to that if anyone's in the city. Oh, you guys won't listen to it by then. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. And you have a time machine. You could travel back to Sunday to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're colored, you can't go that far back in time. So watch out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How was your week, Sean? Uh, this week was pretty good. We had a delayed start because of the weather on Thursday. and That everyone's um, bitching about it. I know, right? <laughs> like, I'm sorry out. it didn't snow where you are, but there's snow elsewhere because <laughs> this is a big place. Yeah, it's a valley. so mm-hmm. People are fucking stupid. There's people higher and lower, so snow. <laughs> it's facts. It's facts. Like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, there's no snow in my place. Was there a delayed start? Could it possibly be that there's snow someplace else? <laughs> But it still doesn't matter where there's snow or not. Everyone still drives shitty as fuck. <laughs> and bitches about it. Yeah. Like, it yeah. took me, like, seriously, 15, 20 minutes to even get out of my neighborhood because in the suburbs, everyone thinks they own the road and don't leave space for someone to get in. Just drive People down the center of the street. <laughs> in residentials down the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. They're just haters. So scared of fucking two inches of snow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. A dusting of snow. We can't even say right. an inch because, like, depending right. on where you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. like and then as soon as I got to McCarran, everything was hunky dory, and people still going slow. I drove they, a trucky, and it wasn't that big mm-hmm. of a deal. Like right. during the snowstorm, yeah, snow yeah. yeah, and then you have like front wheel drive, you know, yeah, like a low, little Ford Focus, little Ford Focus, like, and you did fine. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. So just uh, relax, die. people. Wow. Yeah, did relax, not die. Relax. I've driven through mm-hmm. blizzard, like deathly blizzards, and oh yeah, I've driven through feet of snow, mm-hmm. Brian. Brian was there for that, Her- <laughs> yeah. the harrowing. Tr- we we were driving to Mammoth, and we got to a certain point, and the fucking uh, NHP or CHP was like, "Where are you guys coming from?" We were like Reno. He's like, "No one has stopped you f- t- till now." Or like, "No." Mm-hmm. He's like, 
the road's been closed for an hour. Damn. <laughs> Just like, in your, um, he's like, your Jeep Grand Cherokee. Uh, <laughs> my yeah. Jeep Grand Cherokee. He's yeah. like, you guys may as well, because there's three cars. He's like, you guys are closer to Mammoth now than... Any place else, I just may as well just be careful. Damn, an hour—that's at least forty miles. I'm like making thinking you're gonna. Yeah, drive like going. Safely. We were, we got stopped outside of Bridgeport, and yeah. the guy, like so. It's like he's a like a couple well, feet on the highway. Huh? Oh, by the time we got to Mammoth, literally there was a foot of snow almost on the highway. You couldn't see shit. There was th- I was in the front. There's two trucks behind me, carrying all of, everyone going. We we just trained like. I like went off the sh- into the shoulder at one point because like we couldn't see what was going on, but it was the craziest drive I've yeah. ever had in my life. I've had those on I eighty when you're driving, you're looking sideways left, looking at the center console, so you know where you're. Oh no, yeah. there's no I've, way when you're looking left at the. I've you couldn't that, see. Yeah. You couldn't see the center divider or the side of the road. Everything yeah. was whited out, and it was so cold, like. The windshield wipers kept freezing, and then like my homie Zach would have to fucking climb out the car <laughs> and like break yeah. the ice that was forming on the windshield wipers. Damn, that's little, nice. That's hard body right there. Yeah, it was actually yeah. uh, it was on my Facebook memories this morning. So it was <laughs> six years ago today. We made that, or tomorrow, six years ago tomorrow, we made nice. that harrowing drive. Thank you, Sky. Thank you, Skynet, for letting us know. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, well, uh, all aside, uh, we got a very special guest here today. Well, introduce him. Tell mm-hmm. these people who we've got with us. We have uh, this man, this myth, this artist. Everybody knows him. <laughs> Everybody loves him. And he is amazing at what he does. Doesn't matter if it's tattooing, engraving, just an awesome artist. So everybody, welcome Tony Medellin. Welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Tony, you got any AKs for the familia out there? Oh, man. So it's, it depends on how much I'm drinking that night. But if it's tequila, it's Juan Valdez. <laughs> if it's vodka, it's Taco Jones. <laughs> and if it's at the shop, I'm the pain stain main. The pain stain main. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a bar to me right there. Yeah. So um, you're a local tattoo artist that's at Lasting Dose. Um, explain like your little history. How'd you? What made you start getting into the game? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well... You know, I grew up like East Sparks. East Sparks, baby. That's right. EBP. And I was throwing this out there. Me and Tony actually went to school together. Yeah. Yeah. And I do remember you having, (laughs) you're always drawing in your notebooks. You had a, you know, um, what would you call that? You know, an art pad and everything in mm-hmm. class. You're always never pay attention to drawing. Just no, nope. sick ass shit. The, some... Yeah, just drawing. You know, yeah. and it's just it's just funny how the uh, the universe works. Like we've been separated for so long, yeah, and then just randomly, hey, let's do this podcast. Oh, I haven't seen you in like, like 15 yeah. years or something like that. <laughs> yeah, what's up? What's up? That's what I saw. It was uh, 2005, <laughs> right? That high school. East yeah, Sparks so, in the house. East Sparks. So yeah, I'm from yeah. East Sparks, but born and raised in Reno. I'm Reno through and through. I love this city. Um, I started tattooing. I did my first one on uh, my homie Anthony Lynch. Lynch, <laughs> what's up? You know, yeah, we past guest of the show, Anthony Lynch. Yeah, he's been on here before. He's uh, he's the dude, man. Him and Johnny, yeah. him, Johnny, and Zach. Brown the, Johnny, hip hop Zach, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they used, they used to just let me tattoo him left and right, yeah. and uh, and then it just that's where it started. A little garage tattoos. It was more kitchen. Kitchen, you know, All right? Keeping a little bit cleaner. <laughs> that's savage. I try to be a little a little bit more classy than <laughs> yeah. that, man. <laughs> just Anthony's and big, you buy, big like, leg on the table. Did you buy your first tattoo like set like online? No, nah, man. This chick I was dating at the time. I mean, keep in mind we we're 15 years old. Mm-hmm. She wanted to get something, and 
you couldn't go to a tattoo shop and get something at 15 years old, you know? Right. She was like this little prissy white girl, so <laughs> I was like, yo, steal your parents' credit card and get this thing that I found. And she bought it. I didn't Damn. think she would. Damn. But she bought it. <laughs> and uh, awesome. And then I put, wow. it, you know, I put it away for a couple months, and um, and then finally I was like, you know what? Let me... Uh, let me, let me pull this thing out real quick. Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, though. I did have to pay her back some money because her parents found out. But Sean <laughs> Mosh, you guys know Sean Mosh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of my uh, one of my early, influence, uh, early influences. Um, he let me tattoo him a bunch of times. Like, that dude is... He's he's OG Tony Medellin mm. tattoos yeah. for sure. Didn't but, you uh, you put the run the jewels on him, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, right in <laughs> the did. belly. That shit's tight. And yeah. Killer Hard. Mike loved it, dude. I bet he got reposted yeah. left and right. LP mm. reposted it. Yeah, like it yeah. was, it went viral. I saw him nice. at uh, Pub and Sub like like maybe last month. <laughs> he was fucking lifting up his shirt. Dude, <laughs> if it's in the summertime, I see him. I'm like, let me see that shit, dog. <laughs> you yeah. know, all the time because it's so tight. And he's got the thug life, dude. Yeah, like yeah. you know, uh-huh. he's a he's a wild man, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. He's uh, we don't stay yeah. in, you know in touch as often, but you know, as an adult, you just it happens. Everyone, does it happens, their own you thing. know, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't take offense to it, and neither does he. Yeah. So it's all good. good. But when you guys come together, it's just like like nothing's ever. We just literally mm-hmm. pick up where the conversation left off. Left off. That's mm-hmm. true friends, right that's there. Real that's real friends. Absolutely, you know, down for life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Peter back. Oh, yeah. Peter back. <laughs> 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 great, great memories. Yeah. You know, great. Sean actually gave me the money to pay her back, and then he was all just tattoo me. So I did a bunch of, you know, bullshit on him, and you know, other than that, so I kept going. Um, got my apprenticeship. You know, John McCann. Mm-hmm. He he brought me into this Ooh, world. John McCann, the man. Yeah, he's a he's a good dude, man. He's Salute. he's my tat dad. Salute. Out of what shop? Uh, he when he opened Absolute, the original one. Okay. I uh, I went to work for him, and then. Um, and then that was all she wrote. Nice. From yeah. there, I just kept, you know, you you climb that ladder. Yeah. Did you uh, um, explain um, the apprenticeship process sometimes? Because I feel like sometimes you get just treated like a little bitch boy, and I know it's like paying your dues. <laughs> you, you mean, okay, so I went through two. The first one was with this uh, convict dude, and I didn't know better, so I was like, oh, man. How old were you when you were doing this? I was 16, and I was wow. also Damn. a busboy at Western Village, and oh, I did construction Bellagio. in the morning. The Villaggio. <laughs> the Villaggio. <Yeah. laughs> East Parks. East Parks, you know, the Villaggio. You, you know. know you know uh, what's up. Great so, steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was legit. Yo, the steakhouse is delicious. <laughs> no, so let's, yeah, yeah. This is where I learned how to play craps, sir. Yeah, yeah dude. Mm-hmm. Especially at dollar 16 craps, years old, you can still throw them dice. They don't Yeah, Yeah, 16 years old and dollar beers, you know? That's the best place in East Parks. It is though. Yeah. Um, all right. So <laughs> stay, it's also stay the back. only place. <laughs> <in these laughs> that yeah. is that is also true. <laughs> now we play CeeLo in the streets sometimes. You know. That's right. With the East Sparks classic, uh, the Mickey's Forty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit! We're, what were we talking about again? Appren- oh, the apprenticeship. Oh, so I uh, started working for this convict dude, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And you know, he just wanted some money. So anytime people came in, he'd be like, "Tattoo him." I'm like, "Dude." I'm here to learn. And he was all, nah, dude, just do it. So I was just busting out all these peckerwood tattoos all day long, you know. <laughs> Whatever these fools wanted, man. You like, Yeah, you know, a bunch of Pisces would come in. I'd be doing scorpions all day long, you know. <laughs> old English. Old, Yeah, whatever, man. What, whatever they wanted, I did it. And it was terrible, but it worked. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, he didn't pay me. The, the rule was, you know, you get paid in knowledge, which mm-hmm. I don't think 
there's an issue with that at all. No, no, no. Yes, the well, especially when you're 16. Mm, yeah. Exactly. You know. You live at home still. <laughs> exactly. For, oh, I actually moved out when I was 16. Oh, okay. So, wow. so wow. yeah, wow. I was. I had my own apartment by then. I've been yeah. a very self-driven person. Um, but uh, yeah, we we started that way, and then um, you know, we just kept going, and finally, I realized like, man, I think this dude's just using me for free labor <laughs> because he ain't teaching me shit. <laughs> self self-taught. It's your self-taught. So yeah. what is an apprenticeship supposed to be? It's like, supposed to be. If so, I, if I want to go be a tattoo, it'd be like two years or a year. At, at, at least two years, okay. free labor. You know, uh, any credible tattooer will not charge you for an apprenticeship. Um, but basically, you just you work, you work for your your the knowledge. Our wow. apprentice right now doesn't get paid from us. He gets paid in tips on how to tune his machines, how to you know how to draw. And then when he graduates, he has a place to work. You know, you okay. earn your spot, and that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. You know, to an extent, obviously, because there's not you know it's not like going to be a doctor mm-hmm. you know you got to pay for some of that knowledge yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know and then uh yeah that's that's that you just you work for free okay. and you know they we every time he hooks me up i teach him something new or some of the guys mm-hmm. at the shop teach him something new uh when you were apprenticed did you ever tattoo yourself or anything oh like yeah that? man i got breaking fools across <laughs> the top of my thighs <laughs> that was my old uh <laughs> <laughs> that was my old breakdance club in, uh, <laughs> when I was like 12 or 13. Break club or crew? Crew. Mm-hmm. There I, I you go. I, everything's a club nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, crews uh, back in our day. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. For reals. But yeah, I got I got breaking fools across my thighs. I thought it'd be funny. Mm-hmm. And then 31 years old, I'm staring at these every yeah. fucking day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's good when you're young though you oh, know, dude. you're just like this is the tightest thing ever dude it it, mm. it is man to be able to be like i can't go get tattooed but i can I just can do, do it my myself own, yeah. <laughs> you know so it was cool yeah. but it's not that cool anymore did you so, always want to be a tattoo artist or like what made you go in that direction um you know i mean like anyone who does art you want it to live forever mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. is the next best thing and I was like, fuck it. Let me give it a try. It seems cool. I've always wanted it. Never thought I would be one. Mm-hmm. And I used to just go to... 16 is pretty young. I yeah. mean, you were fucking... You knew well, what you were drawing wanted. a lot when you were oh, a kid, yeah, right? Yeah. All the time. My mom actually taught me how to draw. So growing up, she worked uh, She worked at like Black Bear Diner. You know. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Oh, I know. And right on McCarran? Mm-hmm. That's right. And mm-hmm. then um, she worked at um, a couple other like, I guess like diners, but 24-hour diners. And sometimes I didn't have a... Uh, a babysitter when I was young. So she'd bring me with her wow. and um, she's a really great artist. So she taught me how to draw and I would sit in the booth all night long while she worked a graveyard shift. Uh-huh. And then next morning she'd take me to work, take me to school. Yeah. Damn. So That's awesome. I was always drawn, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin will, will vouch for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and then one day I was like, oh, you know, how can I take this next level? I'm going to start putting on people forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're so, going to remember me whether you like it or not. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, after like, you left the, the convicts, or where did, what was your next step? Oh, well, he actually, I'm pretty sure yeah. he went to prison for like a double homicide or something oh, like that. I, I think. Catch him Allegedly. I'm, I'm, Allegedly. Allegedly catch him Yeah, bodies. I mean, it was Los Angeles. I went down to Los mm-hmm. Angeles for a second, so... Yeah. I mean, I'm su- I'm assuming so. I don't know. He yeah. seemed super weird. Like his eye would always tick when he was yelling at me. Mm. So, <laughs> like right about to snap. sounds super safe. Yeah, I, I was getting I was getting stressed super out. Super cool. <laughs> sounds like a super cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Yo, for real though. So. <laughs> um, and then uh, so I left. I you know after I left there, I was like, well, no one's gonna teach me, and I don't, I want to stop messing up people because you can do too much damage. Yeah. You know. 
and Reno's small. I don't want to ruin my reputation before I even have one. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I just kind of did little stuff on my friends that asked for it. And then finally, um, John McCann actually called me. He was like, hey, man, you got a job when you come back into town. Because I was on tour with my metal band at the time. And um, that was it. He oh, gave. metal band? Yeah. <laughs> what metal well, band were you yeah, in? I said artist. That's very broad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was in a, a, a pretty well-known um, hardcore metalcore band called Arm for Battle, a.k.a. Oh, XAFBX. Yeah. Um, we actually were on National Geographic at one point. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> for the, the, I, the I regret the, a lot of the shit. The Straight Edge documentary. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. With uh, yeah. Bryant and some of those yep. guys. Yeah. Yep. Don't snitch, Kevin. I didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've ever watching that documentary. <laughs> yeah, trust me, man. Awesome. I know. Like, Mom, Dad, it's, you know there's a documentary about some kids in Reed yeah. and Sparks right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> Turn it up. Yeah. yeah, I know. It still pops up once in a while. I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch, man. Because it was like Reno and then like Salt Lake too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like Reno, Salt Lake, and a couple other things. I think but... Sacramento maybe was on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, crazy. But re- I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, man. Reno was popping for the yeah. straight edge yeah. scene. It was yeah. like Back world. Then, it's no, world renowned. Yeah, it's crazy. And it it's was... funny to see like now a lot of them are all grown up and like really chill, relaxed. Totally, you know, mm-hmm. and you can't really like... I'm not out to like change people, you know. I'm just like, well, I can separate myself and try to f- figure out a new new path, you know. So I still love the music and, you know, I have love for all those dudes, you know, they're doing what they do, but it's just not for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um so the music's still part of my life, but I had to I had to Do you still uh, play? Where what, what instrument did you play? I was vocalist. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> you, don't hear, you don't hear that voice? <laughs> voice of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Angel, you know? Angel? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, nice. other than that, I mean, I've done it all, honestly. Like, I've always just trial and... I'm a trial and error kind of guy. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. life's, life's too short to not, like, take chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just took a lot. Yeah, so... uh excuse me i know like tattooing and then you got into engraving because your engraving's awesome as well thank you was it uh just like a natural transition or did you just surprisingly mm. enough it was mm-hmm. because it's a steady hand and it's applying you know something yeah can you describe it for maybe our listeners who don't so proper engraving and when I, I say proper it's always a chisel you have to have a chis like a, a wow. metal chisel and you have to hit a piece of metal at the right angle and you cut it into a v and okay. that's what helps the sun you know, reflect as opposed to people think like a Dremel is engraving. Like, I mean, you're removing metal, but you're not removing angles. You're just removing U's. So the sun Mm -hmm. has nothing to reflect off of. So it's, it's a, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. Cause you've done like uh, low riders and stuff and like, Mm -hmm. like Dayton's and everything like that. And just guns, knives, like anything mm -hmm. that I can engrave Mm -hmm. anything. And then, yeah, it's awesome. So, uh, oh, sorry. Tangent again. So, John McCann gave you the. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's rewind. I'm, to I'm about trying to remember. I'm sorry. I just, I just got excited about engraving. Sorry. John McCann took me in, you know, and uh, he, he showed me the way. And I, I'm forever, ever in debt to that man. He's a, he's a good dude. Yeah. He's so awesome. How long, how long did it take him. to go through his program? And You know, like he, I'd say around the six month mark, he was like, okay. you kind of got it, dude. He's all, I'm just going to help you swap a couple bad habits out, you know, teach you how to be a lot cleaner, you know, and um, and then I just kind of went from there. So and how old were you when this happened? That was 2004 or 5 maybe. So like 18. 18? Yeah. Yeah. 18. Damn. So you were like 
I'm starting to get paid to make tattoos. I was at 18 legally. Legally, le- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the legal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was starting to get paid, and it was nice, man. It was nice, you know. I I quit all my other jobs. I was tattooing full time, and and I put on about forty fucking pounds though. <laughs> Fuck. At eighteen, <laughs> at eighteen years old, man, yeah. I was like, you know, you make a couple hundred bucks a day. Mm-hmm. I went from not having somebody's getting stimulating <laughs> the economy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. money yeah. for real, man. Going I was, out I was, to dinner. I was getting on the border every night when that place existed. Oh man, Bellagio <laughs> Steakhouse. Uh-huh. That's right, dude. I still get that though. That was yeah. the same way when I when I graduated, got my first job. Like mm-hmm. fancy ass lunches, sushi once a week, son. Like for lunch <laughs> yeah. and dinner once a week. You know, like yep. ten fifteen bucks a day. Yeah. yeah, that's right, man. It's crazy. You know, you got to treat yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. But now that you get older, you're just like, well, I can use that money. Falling on a budget. Yeah, like, hey. yeah now you got to treat yourself to a 401k. 401k. <laughs> 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 retirement. Yeah. Or, treat yourself uh, to yeah. the future. Or uh, leave the country for me. That's right, man. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Whatever works. Yeah. Whatever works for mm. you, works for you. Yeah. So now you're at Lasting Dose, right? So yep. how long have you been there for? I started there in 09. Wow. Yeah, okay, so. so almost yeah. ten years. Almost mm-hmm. ten that, years. That's, yeah. that's your home. That's, that's my home. Those yeah. are my dudes, man. You know, yeah. we've, I've been. You know, if you're with people for every day for ten years, they become like more than family. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I fight with them more than I fight with my own family. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so I'll say something to them, and I'll be heated, and you know, I'll be upset. But if I hear someone else say it to, about them, I'll be like, No, what, no, no. No, what the fuck? Yeah. You can't say that. Hit the backstroke, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't fuck with my dudes, man. Yeah. So you've been doing this now for almost fifteen years, ten years at Lasting Dose. Yeah. Like how? I mean, like half your life. Yeah. <laughs> right. You must be mm-hmm. shit. I never you're even thought famous, of it like that. You're. I'm gonna say it. You're pretty famous around at least Reno, if not yeah. elsewhere, as a so, tattoo. Starting to be world renowned. Like people, like you know, know his stuff. Know, ho- know, I mean, that's, know his style. that's the plan with anything you with, do, right? Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, any artist stuff. You know, Tony. Like I think that way, but like a lot of people don't think that way. I feel like. You know, like not everyone is so purposeful and driven, which is crazy to me. But right. But then again, it's like, you know, if it works for them, if waking up and not being noticed or they do it for themselves, like that's cool. Like that doesn't work for me, though. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I need a purpose. I need to I need to leave a footprint. Yeah, I think that's what like brings you like makes you happy with life. You know, like, absolutely. When you're driven by something, you have that purpose. Absolutely. And, you know, you don't mm-hmm. if you're just don't have something like that you kind of just drift and that could be you get depressed or you try and fill it with shit that doesn't matter yeah you know you got a lot of voids you know and you you try to find a lot of scapegoats and you know play the victim yeah, yeah. You, you know yeah. something but it it's uh it's what i do it's what helps me wake up every morning helps me go to sleep it's it's i feel I, like you can hear it in his voice like this man has a plan and he's doing it <laughs> oh dude yeah. you have no idea i'm just getting started yeah like, like ev- every awesome. like everything that like from today from the past is irrelevant because i have huge huge plans just looking ahead Two always steps yeah ahead. always Two moving forward ahead. like a shark yeah. that's right man yeah because you do painting and then you got the clothing brand now right i got a clothing yeah, brand tell us about the clothing oh. brand yeah let us know so i it started with um a shirt that I made with an Uzi on it. It's probably not the the most uh, friendly shirt, but uh, I got really sick of transplants coming to Reno and fucking this place up. So it was, I I made this shirt with an Uzi, and it says "Outsiders never, locals forever." Nice. And it was just you know it was funny. It was a joke. I made stickers, stuck them on boxes, and people were just like, "Yo, make awesome. me one." Mm-hmm. So I printed like fifty, and they sold out the next day. So I did another fifty, sold out the next day, Damn. and finally I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this. 
So I started designing stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, I watched YouTube videos and taught myself how to use like Illustrator and Photoshop and Vector and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, nice. uh, and that's damn, where, see, like, that's, that's what, what I mean by the driven part, yeah, you know, yeah. like a lot of people would have been, oh, I don't know how to do this. And just, mm-hmm. you know, maybe wouldn't have pursued it. You like when you want to do something, <laughs> right. there's no doubt. You just figure out how to. Fucking Which in this do it. day and age, if your excuse is I don't know how to do it, that's that, the most bullshit. Go to fucking excuse. YouTube and look it yeah, up. Like everything's on the internet. No, you know? yeah. like, everybody's like it's YouTube University. Like they're like this. How straight I, up, this how I learned. That's everything. how I, like editing this podcast. I had to go look up YouTube. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. how to use. You know, like looked up. Well, we already knew what the programming to. Yeah. But I had to look up how to use this programming. Mm-hmm. You know, like yep. just look shit. Yeah, and to get levels and everything that like. Like everything that we've done here is the same thing, YouTube University. You just basically, mm. you got to understand the basics. And once you understand the basics, yep. you learn everything else. Yeah, because you, you can't be afraid of fucking up. Because yeah. you're going to fuck up sometimes. No. That's, that's a, successful people fail more times than normal people have even tried. Absolutely, yeah. And that's yeah. true, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said so before, like if, if that's your excuse in 2018, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no reason why mm. you can't get out there and do something yeah. straight up. Yeah. So what's your clothing line called? It's called Gold English Goods. www.goldenglishgoods.com. I was going to say, yeah. where can they get it? So the website, they can order straight yeah. off the website? I got a website. Yeah. It's, uh, does too. Mm-hmm. it's uh, based out of uh, my my distribution is based in Los Angeles. And it gets everything gets shipped up here for me. And nice. uh, so if you order, you get it in a couple days. And high quality garments, you know, the best the best you can get. Like mm-hmm. it's comparable to anything else. Yeah. And then you could get it at Lasting Dose as well. Oh, yeah. You get mm-hmm. it at the shop, too, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, If you're a local Reno, and that's off Virginia, so a lot of people know that. 888 South Virginia. What was it again? 888 South Virginia. Nice. What's across the street? It's right across from, uh, what is that? The Saint. Almost. It's uh, The Saint, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Pretty much. It's right next to like Recycled Records. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the corner Recycled. of Taylor Street. Yeah, yeah. across from uh, St. James Infirmary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Exactly. So nice. let's see. Yeah. Um, you guys have art shows there all the time. Mm-hmm. We do. Yes. We have uh, we have the Lasting Dose uh, tattoo and art gallery. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. Mike puts it on, and it's it's. I've been to many shows yeah. there. Caesar, you had a show there. Yeah, I had my yeah. my Cuba one there. The Cuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to ask Mike. You guys went to one there last show. Saturday, didn't you? Yeah. Joe's Joe C's. So yeah, salute dude. to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's it's slowly uh, it's slowly growing. You know, it's booked out. Yeah, it's booked out this whole year pretty much. Damn. You know, once it caught on, people are like, "Okay, okay." You know, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not an upscale place where, you know, it's it's a, I guess it's more of a, a place where you can invite your peers and have mm-hmm. a good time. You know, not 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 no fancy cheeses. I mean, know? it still looks nice though. Unless like, you, you go want, in there. oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. it looks nice, but it you can make it whatever vibe you want. Yeah, you know, you have to be intimidated. And by then it. it's like family friendly too, and everything. Like when with uh, that Latino one that you had, like just so many little kids. Tales from around. the Boulevard. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so many little kids rolling around, strollers, and like everyone just having a blast. Low riders out front. So if you're listening, people in Reno, come check it out. Yeah, get some mm-hmm. food. Go check out Lasting Dose. And if mm-hmm. you got what it takes, book a book a month. You know. Yeah. They'll they'll help you uh, put on a really nice show. Yeah, they have photographers there, mm-hmm. visual artists, all kinds of different shows. Yeah, paint like whatever you know, like, and it's it's really good and just local people and uh, doing local things and it's like right in the center of town, pretty much, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on the strip. So we have a couple artists on the show sometimes, and we always like to ask like an artist, like, what's your process? Like, say if you're to sit down and do a new t- tattoo, do you have to go through like a, a checklist you go through, or just kind of? You know, it it depends. You listen to music, yeah. Like I definitely listen to music. Um, I listen to a lot of blues, though. 
I love nice. blues. Okay. Know, I'll throw good. on some uh, right. some Bill Withers. I love listening to Bill Ooh. Withers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I you know I throw on my tunes, I get in the zone, and I just start sketching. Sometimes I just start drawing shapes and just see what I make. <laughs> so it's not always that's a key thing because I do the same thing with writing. It's not always purposeful. What you just start and see what happens. Yeah, just see what happens, man. Like you know, you don't. Not everything has to have a purpose. You know, it's nice, especially but when it, you're creating. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. Creating. Creating doesn't really have a purpose. You just create and see what comes of it. Doesn't need to so be perfect. I think perfect, sometimes doesn't... people start the opposite and they're like, have this thing they're trying to create in your mind and or like they're trying purposely to do something and they shut themselves down instead of just letting it flow naturally. Yes. And it takes time sometimes, you know? It does. And you like know, trial and error once again, you mm-hmm. know? And sometimes mm-hmm. you're going to draw, you're going to spend four hours on something. You're going to absolutely hate it. But that's the name of the game. Crumple it up and just start over. That's right, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I taught art for a year at my school, and I'd always tell the kids like, "It's okay, you know, like you know, when you're a kid, you like make one little mistake, and they're like, oh, throwing the paper away." And I'm like, "Who cares, you know? Like, keep going. Use that mistake. <laughs> like, you ha- like happy little mistakes. Is that Bob Ross? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> happy little mistakes. Straight up. You know what? So, um, a couple years ago, I was uh, volunteering my time to go teach second and third graders art class because obviously they don't art- got that. Yeah, art is uh, obsolete now for mm-hmm. some fucking yeah. stupid reason. But I was like, you know what? I'll go. I'll go teach what I can. And all these kids would be like, I want to draw this. I want to draw that. And I, w- I gave them a curriculum, and they weren't. They were just doing their own thing. You know, they didn't give a fuck what I was drawing. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, shit, I'm gonna walk around and see what they're doing. And this dude was just drawing a bunch of circles, and he was just upset. He's all, I hate it. It doesn't look like what I want it to look like. And I was like, I grabbed his pencil, and I was like, dude, you know what you just drew? You drew a monster truck, and I started drawing around his stuff, and he mm. just lost his shit. He was all, oh, my God. <laughs> that's so I can't awesome. believe I that's, just drew a monster yeah. truck. I'm yeah, like, exactly, awesome. man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people, they just see the final product, too. Like, when they see, like, a design or, like, whatever they see, they just see that final product. They don't see that process that, Mm-mm. you know. Like, Creative process. Because yeah. when you start out, you're not recreating something Mm -hmm. you already have a picture of you're creating it from scratch and it's crazy because it's just like any logo it doesn't matter you know that you see out there that wasn't the first and final one you know it just took a while to manipulate Even like generic tattoo like it's like a skull you can do a skull a thousand different ways right at least like (laughs) at least there's no right and wrong way to do something you know and that's what people don't realize i think if you're not creative you always think like oh this is what it has to be but that interpretation is going to be different through every artist's eyes, and everyone who creates it is going to come up with their own unique perspective. Yeah, not everything's at a 90-degree angle, you know? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And good quote. I like that quote. <laughs> smart <laughs> and strong. We're all smart day. and strong on here, son. All day. All day. <laughs> it's quote of the week right flex there. Flex on them. Flex on them. Not everything's at a 90-degree angle. I stay flexing I like all day. That's why I'm so swole. <laughs> Poppy with a dead body. <laughs> so what would you say is like your um your style? Would you say yeah, if you could box it into something? You know what? You I I've been trying to figure that out for a long time. And that's and probably I've, good. And I've slowly realized my style is just doing good tattoos. Mm, there you you go. know, as long as it has black outlines, that's my only mm. stipulation. Black outlines, I'll I'll tattoo it. Yeah, your lettering's awesome. It doesn't matter. Thank you. It doesn't matter what you do, like if you do anything old English or like just anything. They I think uh, you could tell it's a Tony lettering. Any true artist <laughs> lets other people define their style. You just do your thing and not worry about it. And that's it. I do my thing, and if you like it, cool. If you don't, hey, you cool know what? Too. It's yeah. not for you, and that's all right. Like it's not the end of the world. 
mm-hmm. you know we can still we can still be friends we can still <laughs> hang out <laughs> plus you're like i'm kind of a big deal and know what i'm talking about but <laughs> 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 i mean i'm i'm an expert at this mm-hmm. thing but yeah <laughs> I wish, you, know, like, uh. you know if i go to a tattoo shop and some dude who's been tattooing half his life is sitting there and he comes up with something i'll be like all right cool yeah i'm not gonna sit there ah uh, yeah. could you do it a different way yeah i mean you know i don't yeah. know just like hey this is what i want to skull put it on my yeah, body you give them the idea i feel like when you go to an artist or something like that you give them the idea and their interpretation is their interpretation that's why you're going to that person. That's exactly mm. it. People are like, mm. you but do you get that? I, I can see someone get a tattoo, like changing it a thousand different times, or, and they do, you yeah, know, and it's okay. Of, like it's permanent, it's you know. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta try out yeah, a couple a little, little things, mm-hmm. you know. They usually go back to the first way, but sometimes you gotta see it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. four thousand different ways, yeah. you know. And they but, go to the back the way you did it that first yeah. time, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes when they're not feeling, I'm like, look, like you came to me for a reason. If you don't want me to do my thing or you can't trust me, then maybe yeah, I'm, not I'm not the right the person for yeah. you. Yeah. And that's, that's because they make you know, no matter what you do, they might not be happy with it. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. There's after like the the third time, that's like the rule. After the third time of redrawing something, they're just their mind's made up mm-hmm. and they're not gonna be happy. And I, I refuse to take someone's money because yeah. I want to earn my money and have someone be happy with what I give them. So I nice. just I sent I sent them away or just yeah. kind of give them words like hey think on it for two weeks mm-hmm. you know like this is the shit's forever yeah you hear that yeah. listeners nothing but the best most smart yeah or honest <laughs> passionate yeah, yeah honest about their craft guests for you yeah and it's crazy another upstanding citizen of Reno <laughs> thank yeah. you and it's crazy that you say the same thing because it was like you came to me for a reason you know mm-hmm. and like when I do a wedding. And people, I'm like, exactly. I'm like, you come to me. You color in this. I'm like, you came to me because, like, you like my style. Absolutely. And just because, like, this is the price, like, and you want it, like, I'm like, no, this is the price. Like, yeah. If you don't like whatever style that person is, don't go to them. Don't use them. Yeah. Like, they're not going to change for you. You're the fuck customer. It's such simple logic. (laughs) Yeah. You know, God forbid anyone. People are so entitled and and rude that, you know, they think because they're paying for something, but you're going to a creative person, an Mm -hmm. artist. They are producing art, you know. You know, you, you don't get to fucking. You can't order f- custom order art. Yeah, no. Or you could put it like in layman's terms, you know, like you go to a mechanical engineer to do like mechanical engineer stuff. You don't ask them, you know, to like shine your shoes. No. <laughs> you know, but it's true. <laughs> it's the same. Like that's what they do. That's what don't, they do, and that's what they do yeah. every day. And so what they do you, well. You know, but it's just more of a lack of research. People don't research anymore. Like. Even though the internet's in their hands, but you know, <laughs> in their pockets all the time. Facebook researching. Yeah. Oh, like, oh I saw this on Facebook the other day. Like, so it has to be mm, true. It has to be good. Dude, most of my knowledge comes from the internet. Like hands mm-hmm. down. Like my girlfriend gets so upset with me because sometimes I just like read motorcycle forums mm-hmm. for motors I don't have, yeah. but eventually I want. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just teach myself how to, you know, uh-huh. how to work on this pan head that I don't have. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Tony, ah, this has been so good so yeah. far. Like, we're yeah. glad you're here with us tonight. Hey, I'm, I'm glad I'm here Thanks too. Thanks for man. coming Thank through. You. I never, I've not met Tony. Full disclosure, mm-hmm. till tonight. So, vice versa. Uh, unlike yep. uh, Kevin and Caesar, yeah. did not know, but uh, mm-hmm. super excited. Hey, we're all here. friends now, though, right? Yeah, definitely. Cool. <laughs> oh, we're from East, East Sparks, son. Yeah. East, East Sparks. Sparks. We're like right. we're all from East Sparks. It's a crew. It's a crew. Come on, Kevin. That's family. When East Sparks is in the house, it's family. Dude, yeah. And it's crazy, but yeah. So uh, we're going to move on to our normal topics, and then you just share your opinions, hop in, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. Cool. Uh, the first thing we always start, well, this week, 
our movie of the week. Caesar and I. Caesar saw it twice this week. Two in a row. Black know? Panther. Oh my gosh. Mm, so good. So I have not seen good. it, so I'm not going to. No spoilers. I haven't, I haven't seen it either. Oh, no, no. You, I mean, you go ahead and spoil it. Mm. I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, I no. really want to. It's, it's, it's so good to see all this color on television or on the big Dude, screen. You my know? girl Michelle was from uh, Walking Dead. I didn't even know that. She's yeah. in it. Mm. Yeah. And she's like going to blow up now from it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she plays. Uh, about she's gonna leave Walking Dead. She so was. Like, she was my favorite. They were like. asking people, like people, were like they need to kill her off on Walking Dead so she can make more movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's what they're saying. She's probably gonna leave Walking because Walking Dead's fucking gone downhill. She's yeah. the woman, yeah. the the leader of the women. People, yeah, the right? general. Yeah, mm-hmm. the general. She was awesome. She was definitely like one of my favorite characters because just her, her persona being loyal to the throne and stuff hey, like that. Spoil. Mm-hmm. Hey, he said he uh, didn't care. Did you not? I listen? haven't seen it. We're not, right, yeah. right. we're not spoiling anything. We're not spoiling anything. She's a, she right. plays a general. You know, okay, like, yeah. right. But like, yeah, like seeing Let's so see. many people of color on the screen, though, like, especially for little kids. You know, like when you're a little kid, every movie you see just has white people. You yes. know, yeah, or any comic book, anything is just mainly mm-hmm. to see white. like so many different people of color playing so many different roles is or I mean, was like just I was like thinking about kids who are seeing this and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, maybe they want to grow up and be an actor. You know, like when you're little, like you don't see not too many black kids or people of color. Like, oh, I want to be an actor. You don't see people like you on TV and shit. Now kids see this, or they want. I want to be a director. You know what I mean? Because like, Mm. it's just it's opening up a whole new Mm -hmm. you know demographic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's hard to imagine yourself doing something when you don't see anyone else like you doing it. Mm -hmm. When you don't, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's it's good to see. It's good to see. No, it's just it's just awesome, and the movie was good all the way through. Um, no, no dead spots or anything. And there's a couple mm-hmm. like one thing I'm trying to I, like. I want to start for those of you who've seen. It, I'm gonna start barking at my kids, <laughs> my students when they're talking when they're not supposed to. When you see the movie, you'll understand this. Mm-hmm. I, I start barking at my students. The second thing is, anytime Trump, someone posts something stupid about Trump. I'm just posting Eric Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> this your king? <laughs> this your king? Not right here? Yeah. This your king right here? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and they did so good with the comic books because they did... Uh, they kept it true. They kept it really good. There's like um, probably like a handful of like very important scenes that are directly from the panels from the comic books, nice. which is so tight. Nice. And I, like, mm. I never see movies, so... For me to see a movie and like it and want to go see it again, if I go see a movie twice, oh. you know it's a fucking yeah. great one. What's the, last, what's the last movie thing you saw in the theaters? The last movie I saw in the theaters before was it war? this one War of the Planet of the Apes. Was War of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, we went in like, the summer, like when yeah, was last that? summer. Yeah, June. I or like August, that because uh, Caesar's leading the revolution. <laughs> yeah. Yo, for real though. Caesar's. Yeah. That was a badass movie. Mm. It was great. It was, it was yeah, that's what I mean. I, I have. I am super picky when it comes yeah. to going. I don't spending see money to and I and <clears throat> salutes to Brian. I didn't have to pay because your mom Kevin had a bunch of free oh, movie passes. There we go. Us, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we I mean, got a Royce mine, Burger and some Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, Royce Burger, Black Panther. There was a good bro date. We had a bunch of uh, friends. Nice. You know? Bro date. <laughs> and we yeah. walk into the theater. And I see two fucking students from the school. <laughs> yeah. He runs up to me like, Mr. Richardson, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here to see Black Panther. He's like, me too. I'm like, I'm human, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't expect you to see this. I was like, I'm here with the whole squad. What are you talking <laughs> about, son? We just went and got beer before this. Yeah. Like, Salutes to them, though, because I, I was like, do you guys like it? They walked all the way from fucking where they live in Sparks by off of Audi. Jesus. Downtown to, to the go plum, see, or to, downtown theater. To the downtown theater to and go see it. it was cold. 
cold as it fuck. It was fucking. Yeah, that's dedication though. Because I was like, I was like, who picked you guys up? You know, you get. He's like, we just decided to go do it. We went, and he's like, we walked home. I was like, what time did you get home? Because the movie got out like nine twenty, nine thirty. He's like, oh, it took us like an hour to walk home, mm-hmm. and it was like wow. twenty degrees that night. Maybe you guys get a bicycle. Bicycles are tight. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but salutes to them. You know, he wasn't yeah. bitching about anything. He's just like, well, well. I was yeah, like, damn. Hard body. Dude, yeah. And they didn't, they didn't look like they had heavy clothing on either. No, they had fucking hoodies with t-shirts on them. Uh, but they're, they also, they're also children. They're also too, fucking so. 14. <laughs> they're indestructible. Yeah. I'll be like, I'll walk in freezing in the morning. Like, oh, it's cold. And they're like, it's not even that cold. <laughs> and they're sitting there in like a hoodie and fucking shorts. Yeah, <laughs> what's the fucking Jordans on? No, I'm like double, triple layer, right? Bit, you know, I walk yeah. in with a scarf, yeah. overcoat, hoodie on under the overcoat, <laughs> just <laughs> like, to walk in. Just, just, yeah, just to a, drive I'm, to work. I'm a firm believer: the older you get, the colder you get. Mm. Yeah, yeah, straight oh, up, definitely. Yeah, like the other night, I think I had like three North Face products on. Like I went from like <laughs> I went from age like 17 to 25. I didn't even have a winter coat. I just mm. wore. I just wore oh, a hoodie with like yeah. a sh- with a long sleeve shirt underneath mm-hmm. it and a beanie. Yeah. Like, how nice was it living in L.A.? How long were you there for? Three months. Oh, three. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lived three there, I lived too there long. for three years. Three years in L.A. Not even yeah. a season. Dude, like the, the, the winter times in there, just like, oh, I need a I need a light jacket to go outside. And at, at night. Yeah, at nighttime. At or like, night, a lo- I even... might put on my long sleeve shirt tonight. You're like maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's like sixty degrees low. Here it's like, mm-hmm. uh, Dude, oh do I want to go out? Nah, my, my car's frozen or shut. To me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. fucking worth it. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but go see Black Panther numerous times. Yeah, it's um, a, it's the third highest grossing ever, ever for any movie ever. Mm-hmm. Opening weekend. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. Nice. So really? we will probably be getting a Black Panther too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> no. There wasn't anyone mm-hmm. dressed up. We went to see it. But we were on the internet. Was, yeah. I bet the yeah. midnight showing was. Oh, oh, sure. the, oh the ones last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. I saw pictures of we I'm saw sure people would. some uh, ladies. Caesar and I know we were dressed up. So yeah. it's to you ladies if mm-hmm. you're listening. But yeah, you, know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next thing? Stop. All right. Let's go on some local news. We've got the K-Wink membership drive. Want yes. Internet toes. People listening. K-Wink 97.7. Need your help. If you're listening, just go to the website. Caesar was the website. K-W-N-K-R-A-D-I-O.org. K-W-N-K-R-A-D-I-O.org. So go there, check it out. You can, you know, $5 a month, $1 a month, whatever you can afford. Mm-hmm. Uh, help get this shit on the internet and 24-7. Yeah, it all, we're trying to raise money until April 1st. And uh, it helps us streaming. So you could listen to us 24-7, 365, doesn't matter. Um, and since it's like a low-power radio station, it helps too, especially when you're outside of the McCarran Loop. Then you could listen to it at home. Yeah. And salutes to Tom because we're going to have him future guests. Just locked it down earlier mm-hmm. today. He will be uh, our guest the St. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah. Talk about uh, the final two weeks. Give mm-hmm. you guys the heads up. And salute to all the DJs that do it. Everyone does this for free. Oh, That's I saw like, one today at lunch. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, Rubicon. Uh-huh. Uh, the dude, he's the he's the guy from Wolfpack Radio that we met at. Uh, okay, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, I joined Boogie Down Book Club." He was wondering when the next meeting was. Ah, so uh, he he couldn't. He wasn't in it for last meeting, but mm-hmm. he's like, "Let me know no, when the meeting because, is in March." Yeah, because we told him when we uh, met up with all the DJs and stuff. So uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and like everyone does it for free. Nobody gets paid. This is just uh, to help everyone. And there's literally like it. forty local people, mm-hmm. just like me and Caesar. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't have as much love for their music as we do, as I've been told. Uh, <laughs> like, you, guys are, you guys sound like very passionate. But uh, help them out, yeah. Leo. Keep us going. Yeah. And, and how uh, awesome would it be to have 24-hour streaming of your guys' mixes? 
online. So you guys would be able big... to listen to our music, to our delicious, exquisite ch- toy <laughs> choice music. I've been getting into this. The, the mm. whole, like, the lo-fi oh, here goes Kevin radio. on this thing. Mm. No, just, like, the, the live streaming is becoming a really big thing. Just so you can just click it 24 hours, and it's just a badass playlist. And it's have your guys' playlist up there at 24-7. People couldn't amazing. handle it. People couldn't yeah, handle it. It'd be awesome. <laughs> no, no. It's too much. It's too good. It's like, too what do you want to listen to? Yeah. Oh, just turn on Sean and Caesar. Something mm-hmm. dope playing right it's now. too much. I'm sure. They couldn't handle it. You could Too much fire the, for the airwaves. You could listen to the Thug and B every day. And go. also my beautiful voice. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't think it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. People like it and I don't. Yeah, you sound good. You sound good. So you the Winter playing. Olympics are going on. Uh, and a couple of... <laughs> Damn, you like Sean. that segue? Damn, Sean. <laughs> like that segue? You don't, you don't like my voice? You don't like my voice? Your voice is fine. I just... Uh. It's just annoying that I have to, like, when you get your sexy voice, boost it because it's like you're whispering into the microphone. Why well, whisper when I'm sexy? That's fine. <laughs> this doesn't work well for <laughs> recording purposes. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there trying to like boost Caesar up more and more and more. <laughs> yeah, Winter Olympics. Winter so, like, <laughs> some local news. Let's go on. Uh, David, David Wise. Wise. Worcester yeah. High graduate David mm-hmm. Wise. Reno local. Yeah. When he won gold, right? Yeah, yeah this yeah. badass. He um, was like he fell. I'm not sure what happened on his first two runs. You know, best of three. So he was out. He was like 15th place going into his final run. And then he just threw it down on his final run. And he had to beat like a 97 or something. And oh, ended wow. Up, ended so up that's so much pressure. Yeah. No room, run, no margin for error. None at all. And just laid it down, hit gold, got it. Yeah. And then uh, the other local mm. South Lake, Jamie Anderson, she won gold in the snowboard slope style. Slope mm-hmm. style. Nice. David Wise, yeah. though, his mom actually subs at my school sometimes. I just nice. found out. It's a bad Yeah. Reno, yeah. Reno representing in uh, Pyeongchang. Mm-hmm. Nice. Winning, winning medals for for America, <laughs> love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this next thing is fucking crazy. <laughs> so multiple people have a, a two, a couple people have sued City of Reno over allegations of sexual misconduct or like creating a hostile work environment. So the city attorney who's defending the city of Reno in this lawsuit asked for each of the victims to provide a list. Of every all past sexual relationships they've had with anyone who has been or was an employee of the city of Reno. That's fucked up. <laughs> and of course, yeah, hey, everyone got create a list of everyone I've had sex with. And everyone got <laughs> given to my yeah. boss. Yeah, like so, so. Like obviously, people got upset about this. The city council, I think, on Thursday had a special session, and the mayor was super angry and went after this dude about it. You know, like and. There's been this big controversy. Should they hire someone else to represent the city? It used to be hundreds of thousands of dollars instead of having this guy do it. Hmm. <laughs> because uh, they're like, if your judgment's this bad, like, do we want you representing the city and the taxpayers this yeah. way? Dang. Like, you know, like, it sounds like you're trying to keep other people from coming forward because you're going to humiliate them in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And that's so, bad tactics. Yeah. Very bad. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, that was a very heated, like, a cup, like, uh, I know. A couple of the city council members, because they have to vote, said they'd be open to perhaps hiring, paying extra money for this. Another compromise was offered of just hiring someone to oversee. So, like, they check everything they're doing instead of doing like hiring someone to completely replace them. Replace mm-hmm. them, but uh, yeah. So, was the, the original one was Andrew Klinger, right? That's who first. Came That's out. who they accused, right? The yeah. first one, and then there's multiple ones coming out after that now. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, and so obviously, Jesus. a system of sexism probably existed that is very common in America, right? Workplaces. Well, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. That, that's bad, though. <laughs> right. So bad. Like, obviously, you mm. understand why they would ask for that. You know, mm. like, like, oh, how many people, you know, like, trying to embarrass them. Yeah, provide a list. Mm. <laughs> Give it up. What if they, everyone ridiculous. put him on the list? <laughs> we had sex, remember? We did, like, a bunch of blow that night. Like, you got, you got crazy. That's what they should mm. do. Just yeah. start making shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're going to just do shit like that, just be like, no, I had sex with you, dog. That's what we would do. Mm-hmm. Yo, for real. Mm. Go for the throat. Oh, yeah. uh, the first person on the list? Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> your mom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So you could just talk to her about that. <laughs> she knows all my important information, if you know what I mean. Gotcha, bitch. What? <laughs> I got her on speed dial. Yeah. She's number one. Right. Well, in, other, in other news, Sean, since you're a uh, Washington your teacher, um, want to know when you're going to get your concealed carry fire. I know, right? How fucking stupid is this shit? Yeah, okay, you know what? I I love firearms. I actually I have them, yeah. I have my CCW, yeah. but I think it's extremely pathetic that that's an option. It's like <laughs> motherfucker, you can't even pay teachers to give give them pencils. Yeah, now, now there's a budget for a fucking Glock, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You know? And I'm supposed to use a nine millimeter to go up against some kid with an AR-15, right? Mm-hmm. God, and <laughs> be calm under yeah. pressure during yeah. a combat situation. I mean, I feel like I could handle <laughs> this. Like, and here's the thing: I feel like I personally 100% could handle this, but. How many teachers out yeah, there? Yeah, there's teachers at my school who can't even can't fucking do. handle a kid, you know, mm-hmm. like getting upset, yelling at them. Dude, so I, they're supposed mm-hmm. to be calm under pressure. I had teachers that couldn't handle my tech decks. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, like for real. I see teachers cry over yeah. shit way fucking lower than someone fucking firing <laughs> AR-15 rounds yeah. at you. And put it to perspective, a deputy was scared and didn't even go yeah. in. Exactly. And right, you know? Yeah, I just read about that. I was like four, four yeah. of them. Right? They're like multiple more, other yeah. being investigated yeah. for basically just standing outside, being yeah. a market ass bitch. Like that's your job. This is what you signed up. Yeah, for. if you're like, scared. Don't like, be a fucking don't be cop. A, yeah, don't be a cop. There's other. I things read you, can you know do. another yeah. account from an army ranger who was like recalling their first time in combat when he got to Afghanistan, and like the, the medic that was with them, the medic with was with them froze. Uh, you know, he's like, you never know what this dude got. He's like, this guy. So it's like, I can't yeah, feel his, too bad for. I know it's like his job to defend, and it's like everyone's blasting him now that he's an idiot for not running into the school and it's like saving everyone. He should have done more. He should have, yeah. but he's gonna live with that for the rest of his life. Yeah, he's thing, he's and, he's gonna have to live with it. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, pain. like exactly. Mike and I were talking. Like, does that guy kind of regret not going in and getting killed? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like he could have died a hero. Now yeah. people, but. Yeah, it's but tough. like yeah, our it's president's like, it's, it's blasting him for being. I know, like that's obviously dude, fucking like, the dickhead didn't have to put him on blast about that. Called yeah. him a coward and shit. Like, coward, yeah. Like, what, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what, what you were you? Do? Do? Yeah, what yeah. would you have done in that situation? What's, what's fucking, your What's your king gonna fucking do? dodge? Yeah. Fucking um, the draft Vietnam? dodger. Yeah. yeah, you know, and the dude who said he would never send his kids to war, but he'll send everyone else's. Everybody else. it's fucking pathetic. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and like. All right, yes, that guy should have done more, but I'm not gonna sit here and say he should have gone in there. And tried to fucking get in a firefight with that dude. You know, he's like, got a pistol against an yeah. AR-15. Who knows? What, I don't know what type of gun he had. Maybe mm. he had like a little revolver. Yeah. You know, like for those of you who have never shot a gun, if you have a handgun beyond 20 or 30 feet, it's yeah. going to be super hard <laughs> yeah. to hit someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a fucking movie. You know, and the, <laughs> the AR-15, you don't have to be close to fucking get shot by that. Mm-hmm. Like that guy can be yard, hundreds of yards away from you. And hit you with the fucking round. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna hit shit with a handgun, no. you know, if you're not up close. And up yeah. close with the AR-15, and no one can predict mm-hmm. what you would do in that situation. Everyone says, "Oh, I would have ran in there, right? guns are blazing." But no, 
have you been in that situation? Yeah, have you Bullets ever been under gunfire? And people fucking screaming, like, you don't know how you're going to react. You know what? Mike Tyson said it best. Everyone has a plan to you get punched Punch in the, the face. face. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. exactly. We, we all say uh, what dude. we think we're going to do, mm-hmm. but the reality is I won't know till yeah. I'm in that position. Mm-hmm. And then, But, like, he's he's had training, you know? And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's why you should have done more. Yeah, they've had training. But mm. that's the thing. Like, that's the stupid thing about arming teachers. Mm. Like, <laughs> no training. We barely have, I barely have enough time to do all the professional development mm. for teaching that I'm required to. <laughs> then you're going to have me go train to be in like close quarters combat in a fucking <laughs> crowded <combat>. environment <laughs> with fucking Children. innocent Children. bystanders around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to be, because here's the thing people don't think about most high schools have at least one security guard or school police officer that is armed at them most of the time mm-hmm. so that you're talking about this is a problem in middle and elementary schools this the kid who shot this school at sparks middle school that kid was like 12 years old so you're talking about teachers who invest all this time into teaching these students then going and shooting to kill them and their Good. fucking children yeah it's disgusting it, it really is like sol- mm. trained soldiers in combat have trouble killing child soldiers oh yeah when mm. they're trying to shoot them and they are in a war situation they and they don't know the person now i'm supposed to shoot this kid that i've fucking known and for invest- two years exactly yeah. it's so fucking stupid it's how good. about you just fucking i never thought of it like that mm. either you know yeah. because what if the shooter it was your just- your a plus student yeah, because like you when know, that spark like shooter happened, to him. you're gonna want to talk to him. Like you know, when that when the spark talk, shooter uh, happened, that shooting at Sparks Middle School happened. Mm-hmm. Teachers at my school knew that student. Like I had that kid when he was in fifth grade. That, that uh, teacher tried to calm him down, right? The yeah, one that and died. like the, the teacher, yeah, that got shot and killed. He was a former Marine. Uh-huh. Uh, Michael Lansbury was shot and killed trying to like calm him down, calm him right? down, and talk to him because uh-huh. he knew him. And you know, I have yeah. no idea what this people's mental state is. And you're gonna ask <laughs> another thing I saw. Was that the best police department when they, they looked around the country? Like the New York Police Department, police officers hit their target 16% of the time on on average. The highest was 26% of the time by the LAPD. And they do that so for a, a living. quarter yeah. of a time, they hit the, when the officers fire their guns. This is all officers discharging weapons in the line of duty. The Under best is a quarter of the time they hit their target. And yeah. that's not in a. Do you know how crowded the hallways are at my yeah, school? Yeah, and then they're going to be hitting other little kids. Yeah. And that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And then so you're going to have to have liability insurance. Then what yeah, are you going to do when a teacher does mm-hmm. try and help and fucking kills three other kids mm-hmm. trying to stop the one? You gonna what are you going to do when a teacher just like orange? has an accident or does something stupid? Or here, it? what are you going to yeah. do when the fucking white teacher gets scared of a black student and fucking shoots and kills them? Just like cops do every day. Or if like a fight breaks out in class and they bring out their gun and something, you know. Yeah, people way justify pulling out a firearm way too often. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was like a funny meme. Like, That's the whole problem. Go to school in 2030 and it's like, I didn't do my homework, teacher. Pulls out her nine mil. Why not? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, true, that's like, 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 it's what, true. What, people are like, if everyone, had a gun, if everyone had a gun, there'd be no gun violence. Really? Because I'm really? pretty sure the old West... Everything <laughs> popped off. Every fucking disagreement uh, ended with people shooting each other. Oh, it was yeah. a duel. Yeah, yeah. You, you said I cheated at a card game. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Let's okay. Take this those, because ever because humans are super mm. rational all yes. the time and <laughs> never fucking fly off the handle and get angry over super trivial things yeah. and take it out blindly on someone. Like so what? instead of saying something, they get a gun. You can't take back a fucking bullet. Fuck no, no you can't. Like like people get mad at you know driving road rage. Exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm, like, gu- we, I'm guilty. I'm we have yeah. we have friends we know 
who were worried that if they have their gun on oh, them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because they might fucking get angry and do something that they'll regret mm-hmm. 30 seconds later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Horrible, that's what I think about. Horrible solution. That's what I think problem. about. At least some good solutions happening. Is this uh, massive student proce- protest going Salutes on? Salutes to those kids. Finally, the um, kids. The, finally, kids, the young yeah. kids are finally like. Finally. Doing kids are always the one asking for change. Mm-hmm. That, that, when you said that quote earlier, that made me mad. Kids are always mm. the, if you go back to the '60s, when in mm. fucking Birmingham, Alabama, it was the kids that fucking saved Did the it. protest after all the adults were arrested. They're the ones getting fucking dog sicked on them. It was the Did kids that started the shit. fucking Vietnam protest. It was college kids getting shot at Kent State during Vietnam. Kids are kids started Occupy Wall Street. Yep. it's always the kids who fucking spawn change, and the in the fucking young adults are the ones that help them because old people are too fucking selfish <laughs> and fucking stubborn mm-hmm. and stuck in the past. And cold, yeah. cold. they're always looking it's, back. It's, kids it's, are the ones that have the most to gain yeah. and the most to lose, so they're willing to risk right. everything not to right make time. fucking it's change. It's not the right time. That's always the argument. It's not the right time. Like I just watched um, LBJ. That movie with Woody Harrelson, badass movie. We're talking about the civil rights movement, and there's like, it's not the right time to talk about this. Not the right time. Like, when fucking is it the right time? There's never a right time for yeah. anything. Same like the, the, the gun, time is now. The gun rights movement. It's like after Sandy Hook. Oh, it's not the right time. After this, shoot. After Orlando, not the right time. After Vegas, not the right time. Now this. Like, when is it the right time? Well, That's what the kids students, aren't gonna fucking take it yeah. anymore. Kids well, aren't so, going to take anymore. And it's actually good. This shit's actually coming. Uh, the whole boycott NRA is starting to take some steam now. Um, who is it? Uh, United Airlines, Delta, um, Avis, Hertz, Enterprise, Best Western Hotel, MetLife Insurance have all, all dropped. All of them have dropped, dropped their sponsorships of the NRA? Yes. All dropped. So explain, NRA. like, so NRA members. Yeah, so if you pay, you pay a fee to be an NRA member and you get to go to gun shows and all that stuff, but then you also get discounts at all these uh, companies, kind of like mm-hmm. an AR, AARP card. You get discounts at all this stuff because they're members. So, yeah, MetLife, the largest insurance company, you know, have been dropped and all these... There's about um, a dozen companies now have dropped the NRA. Good. So look, like, and they put out a statement saying we're not going to back down. And look, I'm shit. not like one of these people who says no one should have guns. Brian has a gun. I've go. Yeah. Like, most of my friends have gun. I've shot guns since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But the law was written mm-hmm. when in the 1700s. But like, also, but and, like, AR-15s are fucking for fun. But it's mm-hmm. a, something that's for fun. It's for ki- that's designed to kill massive amounts of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want a handgun, okay, I guess. Like, you can have a handgun. Mm-hmm. You want a rifle? Yeah. You want a hunting mm-hmm. rifle? You want a rifle, shotgun. Mm-hmm. But, like, wh- uh, why do you need an assault rifle? Do you think you're going to use that to defend yourself from the government? I saw <laughs> the best video the other day of in fucking Syria where there's an actual civil war and people are actually fighting their government in Syria, not the United States. And you you think AR what's the AR fifteen gonna do against a fucking F sixteen or F twenty two Raptor or a fucking drone? You're not gonna be taking your AR fifteen to defend your rights if this country decides to come down on you because they're gonna be using drones and tanks and fucking Raptors and fucking Apaches. Yes, your AR fifteen is not gonna be ever be used. It's only gonna be used to kill other people. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be used to defend your rights. I'm sorry. Get let's get that. You better. You need to learn Python and get on that coding tip if you want to topple your fucking government. Because <laughs> yeah. right? you have a better you chance of fucking fighting go. them cyberly than you do with your fucking stockpile of guns. True that. Mm-hmm. So Very if true. you take that away, there's the only defense for wanting an assault rifle is because they're. Fu- I've shot an assault rifle. It's pretty fun to shoot. It yeah. was oh, fucking fun. awesome. I, I, I own several. I build <laughs> them, but it's a hobby. It's fun, mm-hmm. and I know. 
I know what they're capable of. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been trained but on it. Should a, a a kid that's eighteen who's not trusted with renting a Fuck car? Fuck no. He's not trusted with renting a car. He's not trusted with a vehicle from Avis, but he's trusted with the fucking yeah. AR. So if you want to own an AR fifteen, mm-hmm. you know what? You got to fucking register that shit. You got to take a class. Yeah, Twenty one. You got to yeah. prove. You got to be it's a, a privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to prove you can handle right. it. You got to yeah. take a safety class. You got to have a background check. Mm-hmm. You got to have a fucking right. We're psych not saying evaluation. Take them away. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's saying, liberals want to take guns away. We're not saying that. Just, no, let's be Regu- sensible about more, this. Because like, be didn't you say something, Sean? Where this little kid went to? A, yeah, that's uh, like ABC News did this thing. They had a fourteen-year-old actor. They hired him. He went and tried to buy fucking tobacco. They said no. Like, right. went, you know, it laughed at him. Tried to go buy cigarettes, laughed at him. Tried to, or tried to go buy lotto tickets, laughed at him. Tried to go buy alcohol, laughed at him. Goes to a gun, goes to a gun show, walks in and out with a rifle in under ten minutes, and no one questions him at all. And he was fourteen years old. Yeah, that's an issue. That's there's an issue. definitely an issue. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if you can't get alcohol, you can't rent a car. You can't. It's like. Can't even drive. A no car. one is saying yeah. if you have them that you need to turn them in. If you have them already, that's fine. You can keep them. But if you want one in the future, there's just a couple of things you got to do. Yeah, just a little bit. Honestly, more if they were like, you could still buy an AR-15, but you got to wait three weeks. I'd be like, okay, or exactly. three, three months. Like I'm in no hurry. Pass a background check. Yeah, you know, yeah. if me waiting a little bit longer, make sure that these firearms go into the right hands. Like sign me the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, there's a reason why you can't. You know, for a CC, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you understand. In Nevada, you can wear on the outside. Yeah. You know, you can open ca- carry. You can open carry, mm-hmm. which I think is fucking stupid. But that's that's just me. I just you're inviting trouble. Yeah. Um. And I, did, and I if didn't want to. <laughs> and I didn't want to <laughs> open carry. You know, so I wanted to close. And and I realized if I want to do that, I'm gonna have to go take this training course. So I spent you know, a couple days, and. At first, I was like, what's the big deal? I'm just going to fucking hide my, my firearm. But then after the training and the statistics and what to do, like I was like, oh, shit, there's a reason why not mm-hmm. everyone should not be allowed to conceal. And I remember them saying, they're like, don't pull it unless you're going to use it because you're, you're one, you're going to go to jail for just showing it off, mm-hmm. which I think is a great law. Mm-hmm. But they're like, most of y'all will never, ever pull your firearm in, in the need, you know? But right. don't don't pull it unless you're going to use it. And if you do, this is how you need to go about it. And they were very very particular on, don't be a fucking dickhead with a gun, like straight mm-hmm. up. Like they they are, you know. But you had to yeah. take that class, sensible training, and you oh, got sense. trained. Like, yeah. you, that's the thing. I like, had to <laughs> have an instructor watch me handle my firearm, shoot my firearm, disassemble my firearm. You know, and mm-hmm. there's a couple times where I thought I was doing it right, and he's all, nope, 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 mm. nope, and he taught me on the spot, and that was that. You know, and now I now I know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I'm I'm all for you know an extensive background check or mm-hmm. any anything right. they need to do. Like, if you've yeah. been flagged yeah. for you know mental illness or cops have been, you know, there's 17 police reports about you. Sorry, yeah, no good. You can't I don't, have I don't a gun. Know this, but don't you have to like check the box say like I'm not under influence when I'm buying or doing something with a gun? Mm-hmm. But like. So you can't be under alcohol or marijuana or anything, but if you have schizophrenia or bipolar, oh, or you're good though, dude. You're there's good. no no question at all. So it's like, yeah, that's what boggles my mind. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, I know. No one on weed's gonna go shoot somebody. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. for real. Yeah. Nah. Like, I don't even no, like they're, they're, they're getting Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uber Eats. They're gonna go, they're gonna shoot people on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> playing <laughs> Xbox. Xbox. <laughs> Uh, rapid fire, rapid fire, Tony. So you're ready 
We got questions for you. First thing that pops in your head. Oh, shit. And uh, just right off the top of the dome piece. So we'll go in order, and then mm-hmm. since you know him best, Caesar, you ask him the last one. Okay. All right. All right. So Statman, start him off. Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. Ooh, nice. Good one. <laughs> El Barto, man. You got him. <laughs> El Barto. That's his stack name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go uh, lowriders or motorcycles. Oh, why do you got to do this to See, me, See, we man? got custom ones Ooh. just for you. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't choose. All right, then. Uh, favorite uh, lowrider, then. Like, like year. 64 Impala, man. All right, all right. <laughs> the, the classic. You, you got to. The classic. You got to. That's what I'm building right now. I'm going to be rolling this summer in my Yeah, because it's almost done. Mm-hmm. Almost done. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, pizza or cheeseburger? Pizza. Favorite type of pizza? Uh, favorite. Pe- uh Pepperoni cheese, I don't know. <laughs> or a place. Where's the favorite place Reno, to get pizza? Place in Reno. Mm. Uh, Boulevard Pizza. Ooh. Oh, that's a classic. Over there in Audi? Yeah, yeah I've had my first five birthdays there. <laughs> <laughs> that pizza is good. We have a little no, thing for my good. school there every year. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Uh, funniest tattoo request? Uh, portrait of Steve Urkel. And that was <laughs> on oh, me. Man. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> um, is there tattoos you won't do? Nope. No, um, only I, as long as there, if there's, you know what, I don't do hateful shit. Okay, bottom okay. line. All right. But anything besides that, anything besides that, it's all I'm. It's open. It's I'll all, do it's whatever. All, it's all gravy, baby. Got the money. I got mm-hmm. the time. All okay. right. What is your number one pet peeve from customers? Um, when they say "do what you want," because it's like <laughs> motherfucker, you don't know where my mind's been. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna draw this, and you're gonna hate it. <laughs> and it's true; they will hate it. Yeah. So I don't ask me that. All right, <laughs> um, last one. Words of advice for like uh, aspiring tattoo artists or any artist or just in general. You know what? For a tattooer, don't do it. Go go get yourself a different job. the The industry <laughs> is so flooded, and it's not mm-hmm. what you think it is. But that's like if you ask Beyonce, "What do you, do you want? Someone to be seen? You know, you want to? Mm-hmm. What about someone who wants to be a pop star? And she's, you know." And in your head, you're like, oh, you get to go on TV and put out this record, but there's sleepless nights. You can't go out in the public anymore. Not that that's a, irrelevant to me mm-hmm. or relevant to me, but things there, people that look at. Exactly. You know, like I don't have health insurance. I don't have a 401k. I don't have retirement. I don't have jack shit except what's in my bank account. You're like a freelance employee almost. Straight up. You know, and you, you know how you're talking about going snowboarding? Mm-hmm. I can't go snowboarding. I break my finger. I'm out of work for eight weeks, mm-hmm. and damn. it's a $30,000 Universal health care, god damn it. Let's mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Please, please. Even if it's a... I'll pay the fee if it's good health care. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But it's know. just shitty as fuck, like but the ones you got to pay for. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's my only advice is, you know, do something that's going to take care of you in the future, not not the now, the future. There you go. Two, right. two steps ahead, yeah. my friend. Words of advice you have for people who are going to get a tattoo. If you're going to get a tattoo, definitely think about it. You know, it doesn't have to. And one thing is it doesn't have to mean something. Everyone freaks out has to mean something. If it looks cool, get it. The only thing that should be important is if it's applied well. You want fucking Dimebag Daryl riding a Pegasus through the gates of hell? Go get that motherfucker. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, nice. that's cool. I feel, like, want, I feel like you've done that before. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> you know, you want a portrait of a fucking Trans Am? Do it. Yeah. You know, or if you want your mom's name, do it. But as long as it's done well, it doesn't matter what you get. And and mm-hmm. be considerate of your future. No, you know, no no faces, no necks. No face tattoo. Yeah. You know, stoppers. Yeah. yeah, no job stoppers unless mm-hmm. you understand what you're getting yourself into. You know, and for the most part, when people come in and ask for it, I don't turn them away mm-hmm. because I'm not going to turn people. I'm not there to 
you judge know, their life. Judge their life. I just say, okay, you understand what's about to go down. You know, I look them in the eye, and if we're on the same page, I'm like, all right, cool, mm-hmm. let's do this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh dang! All right, nice. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's the end of the rapid fire questions. Yeah, nice. nothing too you, painful. Um, yeah, you did I had another well. question about engraving. We kind of just got off on that, like uh, grazed over that a little bit. So, um, can you tell us a little bit more about engra- engraving and how you got into it, and hey, like what, what do you do it on? Yeah, and, yeah. Okay, so engraving. Uh, a buddy of mine was like, "Dude, you do a lot of great scroll work. You should think about etching metal." You know, and I was like, so he gave me a a little Dremel and that's how I started with. And that's why I say, don't do it like that. Cause I already did it and it doesn't work. <laughs> and, and then from there, you know, uh, one, actually one of the best engravers I think in the world is, uh, Reno local. Yeah. He nice. does like all the cowboy, uh, or the rodeo belt buckles. Who is it? His name's, uh, uh, Bob engraving by Bob, Windy Ridge designs. He's nice. fucking fantastic. Like the dude is like an OG triple OG, mm. you know? And I was a big fan of him and I didn't realize that he's, lives lives here right yeah and then uh we linked up and he he, you know he helps me out here and there little mentor thing oh dude that's awesome but like when i like he's the fucking bee's knees like engravers all over the world love him oh man like he's very innovative need to have him on the podcast a lot of people in in reno are the best of Mm -hmm. their jobs yo reno's full of talent no and like yeah hard work and you know like there's a Mm -hmm. lot of people doing great shit here Mm mm-hmm for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so how does engraving even work? Like, how the hell do you draw by just <laughs> shit two pieces of metal together? <laughs> it doesn't make sense together to me. Like, um, it, looks, it sounds insane. You know, it's just cool. it just comes down to it's decorative. You just got to mm-hmm. do filigree scroll scroll work. Uh, imagine like a dollar bill, all that fucking fancy mm-hmm. filigree shit. That's all. It, just do that in metal. That's an engraving. You know, people Damn. just did it to ball out. You know, mm-hmm. you know the cartels do it to to show their status. Yep. Cowboys mm-hmm. did it to show that they got money. Mm-hmm. Um, and people did it um, for for dies to make money. You know, mm-hmm. so a lot of the best engravers are actually like on the FBI and CIA list because they they've made the dies for different countries to make their money. Oh wow. yeah, so they're like yeah, so they they keep an eye on them. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it's good. It's, I'm going to get flagged soon. You're gonna, it's wild. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. Sky, Skynet's already on to us. No, yeah. <laughs> Skynet. Yeah, I'm on a Skynet. We're on the database. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I'm all about Skynet lately, though. Yeah. Wow. I was at Red Robin, and they mm-hmm. had that thing where you had to, like, check out. And, it, yeah. you know, I was like, fucking robots, man. Yeah. It's it's happening. No, and, like, because, uh, like, me and Kevin were talking about earlier, where yeah. AT&T, mm-hmm. uh, they, they have three cities they're testing. Uh, Waco, Texas, Dallas, Texas, and Atlanta, Georgia for 5G Edge. And so what it is, it's you get a better process in your phones and everything else. And that much uh, transfer of uh, information, companies could start controlling cars. Companies could start controlling like other things like via, via like, Wi-Fi. So it's basically a, sh- a much stronger signal to control. And, yeah, and it's like faster download. So an example, a 3D movie on the 5G Edge. 30 seconds holy compared, shit Damn. compared to like six to ten minutes on what we have now yo like mm-hmm. the future think, think eight like, so think, it's like virtual reality so like, uh, think of like 32 gigs of processing speed like that's i don't know if that makes any sense mm, anybody that's, that's fucking super fast like a normal computer yeah. is eight gigs basically eight gigs, and you, you know you so upgrade to 32 and 64 and it's super expensive yeah, the, hey, you know what? Nonfiction said it, man. The future is now. Mm-hmm. It's straight up. Uh, is. Lyft started testing driverless cars in Boston this year. Yeah, yeah. and then the like Tesla trucks mm-hmm. are about to come out soon. The Tesla One just like truck. completed like a, a route across the United States, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, and like it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, in Boston right now, you can call a Lyft and there would be a driverless car. You get in the car. 
Dude, tell it where it's go- tell you where it's going. It's gonna dude, be like, it's this gonna is be like, like an episode of Black Mirror we're yeah. talking about right now. <laughs> no, it's gonna be like Total Recall, where that Bobby dude. fucking taxi. Dude, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? <laughs> oh shit, I and forgot he about just that. Rips them out of there. Yeah. Oh shit. Brian was watching mm-hmm. Cat Williams. He's talking about the sex bots they're making too. Oh no, like the All new like the new sex like things. They look like real people, dude. It's crazy. Like on the internet, like uh, I forgot what convention, just like finished and they're like check this babe out and it was a fake like doll like a sex doll but and, it looked and I real. started seeing all the memes that people were posting like mm. yo i'm getting rid of my girls my new one yeah you know? exactly like, oh, she shit. don't talk back you know <laughs> and looking like a dime and then they got i saw they had a they had a, a new, <laughs> such an new dog yeah i'm gonna just mm-hmm. keep going yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. have a new dog that has a little mm-hmm. thing they can open doors now it has a camera to so it's gonna be like Army and police can use this for when like they're going in and buildings stuff. and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, to like breach, but like if there's hostages or like dangerous situations to breach places because it's like you knock it over, it can get back up. You no matter what happens to it, it's bulletproof, and you you can tell it where to go, and it, it will has the thing to open the doors and shit. And I think like, I saw like a video on that, and like yeah. one opened it, so a couple other like yeah, and then two other ones came, went running in. Yeah, after. dude, yeah. and then I saw that episode on Black Mirror. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. Which if yeah. you don't, if you haven't hey, seen Black Mirror on Netflix, no, I need yeah, to watch it. Everyone keeps speaking of Black Mirror, me. so have you guys heard of a uh, Moore's law? It's called Moore's law. It's basically saying that the circuit processors, how much data is processed, doubles every two years. Yeah, and yeah, this guy true. he wrote this paper in 1965, and I just think it doubles. You know, goes from you know one to two, two to four, and now we're mm-hmm. at the point where it's doubling at exponential rates because how much process goes in the internet right now think of it doubling every two years that's what like there's that's why we're getting to that point in the next 10 20 years yeah it's getting things are going to accelerate to fuck yeah quantum computing we're at that point now people are going to be i saw another thing they had it was uh i can't remember how small it was so small uh next to a penny they had it next to a penny and it was you know like a tenth of the size of a penny and it's basically a circuit that you can put that they're designing to go into bodies and it will unclog arteries, prevent blood clots. Okay, I, I did see like that. Little, it's a little nanobot. <laughs> yeah. It's nanobot, a little nanobot. Yeah, yeah, it's like this weird plastic. It has little magnetized tips to move around. It has, it's and you can program it. That movie Transcendence. And it swims in like your, your arteries, right? Yeah, yeah. In your yeah. blood. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it has like a little snow plow on the front. And then they can use it. <laughs> That's exactly what all, it is. All the plaque. Yeah. I'm, looking the the plaque pic- I'm, looking the, I'm looking at the picture right now. It's like a little fucking snow plaque. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Dude, like, I'm telling you, I'm on the internet reading hella shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Oh, yeah, I saw that same video. Like, yeah. That, yeah, they'll have the, they're saying like eventually, you know, they could, if you get shot, they'll just have a thing they put in you and those will go in. Mm-hmm. And like some of them will take yeah. the bullet out. Other ones will repair your blood vessels and have shit. Have you still not seen Transcendence? No, I'm not going to see the stupid fucking Johnny Depp movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all about nanobots. It's all I know what it's about. about. Yeah. I've read fucking about nanobots. it. Like I said, I always read about movies that are coming out. I don't right. see them. I understand the premise. All right. Singularity. Yes. Yeah, singularity. Okay. Ray Kurzweil. Read him. I like follow like he mm. talks about this for a long time. Anyways, what's the all next right. thing? Uh, Caesar, what are we at right now? <laughs> We're at what a buck 14. Right. Oh, perfect. perfect. Yeah, yeah. What's the next oh, thing? Uh, sports. FBI. Sports. Yeah. Oh, sports shit. Sports the FBI. This, I love when the uh, NCAA gets in trouble because it's such yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Tear that shit fucked. down. Oh, my God. So, so those of you who don't know. So the FBI has been on. Oh, go ahead. The FBI, <laughs> <laughs> the FBI has been on this huge investigation into corruption in college sports because what was happening is like agents and players from shoe company people from shoe companies 
were paying people to steer high school basketball players to go to certain schools. So they they, they did like a two year investigation with wiretaps and people wearing wires. Which is wires. highly illegal. No, but like they got Not like, like FISA court. Like they got like legal wiretaps. Yeah, this oh. is FBI doing this. Oh shit! And they caught like they, they initially broke in October and like multiple college co- assistant coaches at major programs, specifically Arizona State. State. No, but like no, this is before then. Oh okay. So like a bunch of, like four assistants were indicted with federal charges. They're all fired from their schools. But then yesterday the first or Thursday the first bombshell dropped is they named current players in the NBA and in college who they know for sure received money Taking based money. on these wiretaps and shit. People talking about them receiving money. And then yesterday the head coach of the University of Arizona, which is in the top ten right now, NCAA's tournament about to start was on tape talking about paying a player, uh, what's his name, Aiton, one of the t- who's projected to be a top three pick in the NBA draft, $10,000 to go to Arizona this year. Damn. And they announced this morning he's not coaching yeah, the team. Yeah, he's, he's done. And like, this like is ESPN, everyone's like, scandal. like, this guy's never going to coach again. This guy's one of the best coaches, young coaches in the country, top program. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, so Sean, how does this compare to like the Reggie Bush scandal? This is, this, that's like comparing... Um, I don't. It's like that was a mountain like, to a molehill. It's that big. You think like this whole scandal is like just that deep in the whole thing? Yes, this is. Jesus. It's the FBI. They don't fuck around with little shit. That's the thing. These other Yo, these real, other scandals were like even you know, private even engravers. The other ones were either private <laughs> investigations, <laughs> private investigators, or NCAA investigators. This one is FBI yeah. investigators, and those people they indicted six months ago. What do you think they've been doing for the last six months? Damn. And I'm just looking this up real quick. Some of the schools: Duke, North Carolina, Texas, Kentucky, Michigan State, USC, Kansas. At least 25 players, including that are Dennis Smith Jr., who's in the NBA. Um, Isaiah Whitehead is in, in multiple. The number one pick in the draft Dennis last Smith year, Jr. Markel Fultz, was paid ten thousand dollars to go to the University of Washington. Damn. Yep. Plus current college players like Miles Bridges at Michigan State, uh, DeAndre Iton, or I don't know how to say his name, at at Arizona. These are guys who are going to be – so possibly these schools might have to forfeit all their games this year. Every fucking – South Carolina, Louisiana, Utah, Xavier, Wichita State, Clemson. Everybody probably does it. Jesus Christ. That's the thing. That's what the the, uh, ball said. I mean, the movie Blue Chips was made 20 years ago almost. And that movie talked about how this, they paid yeah. college players. Yeah. And people said it was an exaggeration, but that was 20 fucking years ago. Do you think it's gotten better or worse since then? Yeah. Well, it's the same mm-hmm. with, uh, remember that movie with Denzel? He got game. He got game. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said, too. That's, that's yeah. what I said, too. That's a perfect that's example. That's another argument. Yeah. Should college players get paid? They they, they, they should. They this, should. This, yeah, this is just proof stupid. that how yeah. corrupt It's going to happen no matter regardless. The NCAA is a non-profit organization that makes billions yeah, of dollars a year. How much they make over March Madness? Billions oh, yeah. of dollars a year. Yeah, and off these student athletes, and they just use them, and they like fr- they give them education and stuff, which is great. But like they're they mask making, it, they're making more money than like what they give in education. Oh, like there, players that got in trouble in the past, like Terrell Pryor got kicked off Ohio State. Oh, for getting the tattoo for the for, thing, right? for selling his jersey, his autographed jersey. You could go to their website the same day he got in trouble for doing, kicked off the team for doing that. You could go to the fucking Ohio State website and buy the same exact thing for $200. Jesus. And he got in trouble for 
doing it on his so own. So it wasn't it was an ethics a- thing. It was uh, you're tapping into our business That's thing. exactly yeah, what. Oh, they hide it as an ethics thing, but uh-huh. all they're mad about is these players su- making I, I, money on their own. Then he, like, he traded it for a tattoo or something. Yeah. I think for a, something like that. He like, signed a jersey for his friend, and the friend gave, gave him a tattoo, oh, yeah. and he was kicked off the fucking team for that. Yeah, he did good in my fantasy league this year, though. So that's the thing. That's like, I'm glad now that I'm. I'm glad right, it's not so. the players getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's the people who are fucking yeah. using them that's getting mm-hmm. in trouble, and that's why it's good the FBI is involved mm-hmm. because these guys are facing fet- like most most of these guys have already pled guilty to mm-hmm. multiple felonies. Yeah, Sean so Miller with Arizona, he's done. Yeah, he's like, done. Holy shit. <laughs> On tape recorded. Yeah. So check that out, Fall. If you if you don't like sports, here's a college sports especially. Here's a reason really not to like them because you're seeing mm-hmm. like the true face. That that's why I like this because this goes on all the time and people pretend, literally pretend like it doesn't happen and isn't going on, but it is all the fucking mm-hmm. time. Yep. Damn. Yeah. yeah. All right, want to move on to the fuck boy of the week? Ah, fuck boy of the week. <laughs> <laughs> fuck boy of the fuck week. Boy of the fucking, week. It's fucking Canadian. Good coming, old fr- Canadian. coming from up up north. Mm-hmm. Good fucking for you, Canadians. <laughs> David, I guess Dun- you got fuck boys too. <laughs> yeah, David Duncan is a skier with the Canadian team in Pong Chang, arrested by stealing a car, drunk driving, after his event. After so his he, event, he got- with with his coach and his wife. They Wait, used- the coach's wife or his wife? Uh, no, his wife. And his coach were oh, drunk, man. walking down the street and uh, passed a, a Hummer that was idling. This uh, has was engine was running, so they hopped in it, and started joyriding it down the streets of Prong Chain. <laughs> the the cops. That's what it, that just gives you a glimpse of what it must feel like to be an Olympian. Imagine yeah, if he had right. won. Yeah. yeah, he Fuck, got like people eight, wilding out. Yeah, he got eighth place, whatever. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. drunk driving. He got eighth place and so so good about it. Went out, got wasted. Stole, stole a fucking car and went joyride. So he, he, was, he was in. Yeah, I was about to say he was in China and he stole a Hummer. Oh, in Korea. Uh, South Korea. South yeah. Korea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's fucking terrifying. Why would you do that? <laughs> Send your ass up north, man. Mm, right. Yeah. And, yeah. if, and, <laughs> right? if, and if it's in Korea, that Hummer was probably some guy with a bunch of loot could do some shit to you. Exactly. Oh, yeah, mm. and, yeah. I can't. Believe, yeah. I can't imagine there's too many Hummers driving around in fucking Korea. A bright yeah. red Hummer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you just yeah. hop in? Salutes hey, let's, let's drive this around. To the, <laughs> salute to the fuckboy of the week. <laughs> yeah. David Duquesne. I wonder if he probably saw like a drug dealer's fucking Hummer. So he's probably just some like badass motherfucker, dude. Like, like a mogul or well, something. What's the Olympics going on? You never know whose Hummer that is. It could mm-hmm. be something. Maybe someone rented it. Rented or mm-hmm. someone. But it's like, what are you going to say? It? Like, hey, we're going to South Korea for the week. Fly my Hummer down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Damn. 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 Yeah, fuck yeah you're you're representing <laughs> your country yeah. in like the Olympics. I'm glad oh, he wasn't thing. American. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad he wasn't American. Yeah, you yeah. brought this up. Uh, the, uh, we Ryan Lochte. Up, yeah, Ron Lochte was yeah. fucking up that poster and mm-hmm. fucking up that gas station and then claiming Making he got the robbed. Story. Yep. And then you were saying like I was wasted during that ABC like George Papadopoulos or yeah. whatever. People made <laughs> so many excuses <laughs> for that fucking interview? douchebag. Dude, he came with his blonde ass hair and yeah. just fucked up the Olympics. That guy's a douchebag. <laughs> he is. He's no Michael Phelps. You're right? No. He always said no. he always That's says, my dude. I would be the Michael Phelps if there wasn't a Michael Phelps. But but they, you're not. No, that's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what a fuckboy mm-hmm. says. Yeah. That's like Kobe being like, I'd be Michael Jordan if it wasn't Michael Jordan. Yeah. No, he's like, I'm Kobe Bryant, motherfucker. Yes. Like, right? like you make your own name. The mom yeah. was out here, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Trying to be only a fucking fuckboy would say shit like right? that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, at least he was American though. Yeah. This guy. I'm sure we'll do so some dumb fuck shit. Fuck you, Canada. Take the L this week, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if he had a jelly donut in his pocket. <laughs> strange, <laughs> strange brew, baby. Strange brew. <laughs> I love that movie. Stereotype. <laughs> strange brew's awesome, though. 
that's about it for uh, this week, isn't yeah. it? Is there anything else? Uh, Some local events. Oh shit. Dodgeball tournament is next Saturday. Yeah, March third. Next Dodge Saturday. Ball. Yeah. So if you guys are listening, our guest last week, Ashley and Marcel, they have their charity dodgeball tournament, Dodge for a Cause. That is next Saturday, March third. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out at dodgeforacause.org. Yeah, it's dot org. And it's at uh, Silver State Volleyball. That's off Air Four, not Air, Air. Uh, Air, Air Center Circle. <laughs> Air Center Circle. I'm a little. I'm getting a little lost. My my, um, my team's gonna win anyway, so yeah. Don't worry about no, that. No, they're not. They're gonna We're be gonna uh, wreck shop. So it is um, a fundraiser for uh, people with cerebral palsy and their families. And uh, oh, there's well, not just that. Like, not just that, but special, like, several special needs mm-hmm. kids. From Reno. Disunfortunate families yeah. that need help. And, and like all the proceeds go to like two or three. Mm, well, I mean, it's like five, seven different seven, kids. Seven families. families. Yeah. And uh, you don't need to necessarily play in the dodgeball tournament. There's going to be a raffle, donations. Free beer. Like free beer. There's going to be food. Um, not The homies and meets are going to be there. There's going to be children's mm, activities, face exactly. painting, stuff like Bounce that. House. And it's uh, <laughs> 730 to 1. Bounce House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll go for that. Yeah. 730 to 1. So uh, it's on a Saturday. So bring your family and support. This coming yeah. Saturday, March third. March third. All three of us will. I know I'll be there. Kevin will be competing. Apparently, yeah, I I'll, am. Oh, I'll be. I'll be wrecking shot. And I don't have mm-hmm. the referee. Uh, yeah. And Della Photo will have some Cuban uh, pictures for a raffle. Nice. So, yeah. Any events coming up at Lasting Dose? Coming up. Oh man, we have mm-hmm. uh, we have a sculpture show. Mm-hmm. We Joe we have Sice. a si- yeah mm-hmm. uh, Joe's show. Josie mm-hmm. Rock. Yeah, the end is the twenty eighth. Is that what it is? I'm not sure, but it's. Mm-hmm. It's so it's such a good show. He's yeah. he's one of my favorites. Yeah, I think yeah, it's this mm-hmm. Thursday, mm-hmm. whatever date that is. And then uh, yeah, and then it's also his birthday that day too. So that's why he's having or a Friday. He's Thursday, having Friday. A, having a reception for that. So I recommend mm-hmm. come check out that show. Like yeah. it's fantastic. Or just check out any show at Lasting Dose. Yeah, do they have a website? Awesome. Um, yeah, just uh, lastingdosereno.com mm-hmm. and then we have an Instagram uh, at Lasting Dose Tattoo, and then at Lasting Dose Tattoo Gallery. So check yeah. it out, people. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And also so. uh, check out k dot or kweekradio.org Yes, <laughs> for the uh, K Week membership drive. So check that out. Yeah, but um, let's give thanks, uh, Tony, yeah. Yeah. for coming. Hey, thank for you coming. guys. This was fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm happy you had fun. Yeah, we'll have to uh, yeah. have you back maybe, on the show. Maybe in the later. On, maybe later on. You know, who knows what could happen in the future? That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right, except for Skynet. That's a certain. That's a certain. <laughs> that's a certain. <laughs> Skynet, we are your friends. <laughs> We're your friends. All right. Until next side. time, this is Sean, aka the Truth, aka the Super Nicest, saying peace. Stay woke or be a joke. This is Caesar, aka Della Photo. Your look also that poppy with the dad body. Till next week. <laughs> this is Kevin, aka Statman, signing out. Bye 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 bye. That was another episode of Up in the Mix. For more, go to www.upinthemix.live or check them out on Facebook and Instagram at upinthemix.live. Mm-hmm.